Welcome once again, everybody. This is Stan Knusen with the City of Morris, More to Morris podcast. I am joined once again by our mayor, Mayor Chris Brown. Mayor, uh, happy new year to you. I hope you had a great new year and I hope things are getting off to a good start. Yeah, same to you, bud. How are things? Good? Things are, things are going really well. Yes, indeed. Yeah, a little Rolling chilly right these along. days, but chilly. Hey, uh, we'll get through it. It's scary when 20 starts feeling like it's balmy outside. Oh, my. <laughs> Telling you. <laughs> yes, indeed. So we're pretty excited today. We got a really special guest with us. Uh, yeah. Everybody knows and loves our uh, radio commentator slash general manager Kevin Schramm from WCSJ WJDK. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you, I, guys. Thanks for having me on. This is my first <laughs> podcast. I've not. Is it? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 Cool. yeah. yeah. No, I know. We're honored. I think it was back in December you mentioned it to me, and yeah. I'm like, all right, that's kind of cool. But then. Based on our conversation we had then, I'm like, oh, that's going to be a little nerve-wracking for me, I think. I was so surprised. Slam dunk. This is going to be a slam dunk. I was surprised to hear that, weren't you? Because you told us, you're like, I'm a little nervous. Yeah. And I thought, well, you know, you're always on a microphone, and it's maybe it's just a different setting. I'm the one that asks the questions. Yeah. Usually don't answer them. That's that's where I'm coming from with it. But no, I I appreciate you guys having me on. I've, I've, yeah. This is fun. It's going to be good. Like, Even thought about doing my own, but then I'm like, what? What do I talk about? Right? You know, <laughs> well, having having you on certainly lefts our professionalism on this end oh, for sure. Stop. So thanks. <laughs> it's a podcast. <laughs> yeah, people are probably tired of listening to what we got to say with the I know, city right? stuff. Just like tired Kevin. of Julie, tired of Lori. Yeah, you know. Like Kevin talk. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, you know, you, you mentioned, you know, you're the, usually the one asking the questions and you're, you know, yeah. kind of in control, right? You're in the studio. It's your your domain. Tell us a little bit, you know, how did you get started in the radio industry? Was it something you always wanted oh, to do man. or? Uh, no. Okay. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't ever plan on this. I didn't just, I didn't even realize this was a thing <laughs> for me. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was managing the Radio Shack, Lincoln Way Electronics. In town here, at the, yeah. Right, where, what, there, I'll buy the where the vape, Eagles. Isn't there a vape shop now or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. buy the pizza. Buy the, hut. Yeah. yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. The end store there next to the Pizza Hut. I was managing there, and I was going to JJC for computer programming. Okay, oh, wow. right. Not even right. Mm-hmm. Not even on my That's radar. Funny. Now I also lots had of a, computers in that in your radio station yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, but um, I also. Had a side hustle, DJ and weddings and bars. Oh yeah, and I remember parties that. Absolutely, and, right? You and Ken Seidler. That Ken Seidler used Kenny? to do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But I, I worked actually. I worked with Jim Maskell for oh, a long really? time. Jimmy was doing that. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Anyway, I didn't realize that. I forgot all about that. I remember now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. DJs for you. You were was good. The company we worked for. Yeah. Anyway, so. As a result of that, my first boss, my pro, uh, the first program director I worked for, was at CSJ. He would come out because he was like a jack of all trades, man. He could do it all. He could do a little engineering work if you needed something done, something soldered, or or what have you. You know, he could do that. He was on the air. Great guy. Anyway, he apparently knew that I was a DJ at weddings and bars and parties and what have you. Well, he'd come in, I'd see him every couple of weeks, knew who he was, um, and he's, 
I'm, I'm ringing him up at the cash register one day and he's like, Hey, he's like, have you ever thought about being on the air? I got a part-time spot for you. I'm like, mm, no, I really haven't. <laughs> and he's like, well, why don't you think about it? He says, give me a call. He gives me his business card. Give me a call and we'll have you audition. All right, cool. I'll think about it. Well, took me a few days. I'm like, man, I've never really even thought I was going to do this. So I call him up and he's like, yeah, come up. Uh, I don't know, set a date and time. I go up there. He sits me in the production studio and he's got a reel to reel rolling. And he gave me like a weather forecast and a public service announcement to read. And uh, my first Radio 101 lesson. I've still got that tape. Really? And the hair on the back of my neck stands up when I hear it. But my So was this when there was the Technology Center? No, this was above the bomb building. Oh, about yeah, third, the third, bomb building. That's third, right. yeah. third floor of the bomb building. That's right. Yeah. And uh I'm in this little little studio and uh he plays back the tape and I'm sitting there and I'm just like, Oh my that sounds awful. <laughs> you know. But but the first lesson I've I learned from him, Randy Ness. Great oh guy. yeah, Randy Ness. Remember Randy? Yes, I do. Yeah. Oh yeah, who state your, trooper with right, with, right after he was a county deputy. Was yeah, county, right, right. That's right. Uh, Randy was the first guy that hired me, but when I said the call letters, I w said W W. Yeah, C S J. I remember you guys telling me this, and and he was like, "It's double U." Well, to this day now, man, it's been W ever since. But he hired me part-time for right, right. W. He, yeah, right, he, right. he hired me for Sunday nights. And this was back in the day. It was AM only, CSJ yep. AM. Yeah. And we threw the sweat. We shut her down at, you know, 10 o'clock at night, I think it was. So I worked 6 to 10, ran uh, the West Lisbon Church service from oh, 6 to 6.30. Yes. And then got to play a little music, and then national anthem, boom, wow. power off. Now, I started that on Sunday nights, and uh, fun little fact, he got me good. He's like, okay, he says, so this was before I ever worked a lick by myself, right? He's like, okay, so now we're going to have what we're going to have you do. He says, make sure you bring your Bible. I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, make sure, because after, after the church show, from 6 to 6.30, you read Bible verses on the air. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I'm like, what? I like him. And he kept, he kept it all the way until I walked in. Here I am. I got the Holy Bible. What's your favorite verse? And right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, he, he held that. And, and he, he got me good on an April Fool's Day, but that's another Oh, story. that's pretty funny. We always did April Fool's stuff with one another. <laughs> And, and yeah, he well, got, just think about who good. you've been with and been through. And I mean, oh, we go to Dean yeah. Tambling, we go to Dick Steele, Don Neuschwander. I mean, Jim Tam Murray, Jim Murray, Jim yeah. Murray. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jim. Uh, Tambling and Williams always did huge April Fool stuff. <laughs> so, were, were they a part of? I was on city council back when Mayor Feeney. Was the mayor? Were they was, part of that? that, that he was going that to was resign them. or something. That was Wasn't them. that it? Yep, yep. They they asked him if he'd go in on it. And he's like, "I'm all in." It got everybody, you know, and I, yeah. me included. Yeah, yeah. No, it was yeah, it was stuff like that. Ay, ay, ay. That sounds like a Justin but, Ritz thing. I'm gonna say that sounds like something Ritz would do. <laughs> right, right. Well, um, so then Sunday nights, 
grew into an opportunity to do middays, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., five days a week. And then I'm like, well, uh, I'm like, man, I don't know. I got the Radio Shack gig. Sure. That was a, that was a full-time deal. You know, but then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go for it. That's cool. Let, let's do it. So I, I did middays. Uh, gosh, I don't even remember if I can remember the chronology of all of it. But uh, then uh, bounced around. Worked at stations in Kankakee for a while, uh, and then thought I was done with it. Like in, well, back to CSJ, and then that's when they tried to bring back Super CFL on one hundred four point seven FM. Remember that? Um, that did turn into a church station, didn't it? It, it, it did. It did. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it sure <laughs> See, did. So I had his Bible with him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, yeah. It's to this day now the transmitter is still. Over there, over by uh, Nettle Creek. Oh, Country really? Club. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I forget now. I forget who owns the land that it's on, but yeah, the yeah. transmitter and, and they're broadcasting. Actually, the studios are in Champaign. Really? They just send it to us here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's pretty wild. I didn't but realize that. That CSJ, I was there till it went into bankruptcy, and uh, I got a thermal fax letting me go telling me that at the end of the day on whatever date it was my services were no longer needed it's really personal and i was well and i was one of the last standing because i was getting paid the least <laughs> right right it's probably right. that carbon so copy i have it somewhere but it's faded <laughs> real like, high yeah, i don't stuff. even think you can read it read it anymore but i, I kept it i'm like ha, all right oh, man. um but yeah then um thought i was out of it at that point um I got a, I got on in 1993 with Empress Casino mm-hmm. and did a stint there both in security and then from there I went into um I was a slot supervisor. Oh, yeah, right. That that's, a, that's when the boat still you left, t- right? Yeah, that's right. Cruise. Absolutely, absolutely. And if, and and you tell me if uh uh I got paid well to walk around in suits. Yeah. Kind of like what you do, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and just and, and kiss babies and, and every and, so and, often. And, and, and shake yeah. hands with people. Yeah. Cut ribbons, yeah. you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys are both yeah. very Ocean's Eleven. I so, can see it now. <laughs> but then I wasn't there probably two weeks in 1993. One of my coworkers, we have this amazing similar history. He's a former radio guy. He's like, hey, he says, uh, you want a part-time job? Now, I was still, at the time, I was working for Dick Steele part-time on CSJ and JD, Mm -hmm. right? He's like, you want a part-time job? I'm like, where at? He's like, well, it's going to be, they're they're launching a new format, one of the Joliet stations. I got in. I'm doing mornings. He said, they're looking for somebody for overnights. He said, would you be interested? And I'm thinking, man, I... My, the, the, the being laid off via thermal yeah. facts sticking with you a little bad bit. taste in my mouth. I don't know if I ever want to do this again. How can anyone blame you? However, I'm doing the PA on the boat, right? Like 10 minutes before the doors are closing, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Every other employee on the boat would walk up to me while I'm doing it and be like, man, you should be in radio. Right. And I'm like, just shoot me now. <laughs> I want to be, I want, I want everything I, was pointing. Yeah. But I really thought that would be it. Right. right. So I tell my coworker, Steve Hurdle, bless your heart. 
I said, yeah. I said, let me hook me up with the, the, who I got to talk to at this radio station. So I go in. I, uh, it was a uh, first time I had had a, and nothing sexist about this, but it was a female program director. Yeah. Right. First time I had yeah, ever sure. experienced that, sure. right? So I, she interviews me. I fill out an application. She hires me for overnights. Now, the trick about this station was it was, it was voice tracked. And I don't know if you fellas are familiar with what that is, but it's something that's kind of, it's affected a lot of radio stations in that there's no more warm bodies sitting in the chair oh, spinning records. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. Right. So I was able, I was working, uh, uh, well, they called it swing shift. It was essentially afternoons, like 3 to 1 a.m. at the boat. And then I'd drive to Walnut Street in beautiful downtown. Mercy. Joliet. Yeah. There's nothing jolly about <laughs> not, Joliet. Especially at that, at that hour. At that time <laughs> of the morning, right. Yeah. So, so studios were there. I'd go in. It would take me about an hour to voice track a five-hour shift. Oh, wow. Right. And so I did like the next overnight, right? Gotcha. So people would be hearing me the following night, overnight, between like, I think it was midnight. Yeah, it was midnight to six. So I'm I'm a little nervous. You know, I'm listening to myself on the way home and I'm like, ah, you're such a dork, you know. <laughs> and I'm a little nervous because it's a brand new radio gig, you know, and it was 100.7 The Bus. Oh, uh, yeah. Right? I, I love were, that. Yeah, Matt. That, that, yeah, that was a, that, that was, was a my fun, jam. That was a fun one. Because <laughs> didn't that yeah. move to ninety nine point nine? No, 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 no. Or what was you that? Got, you got that mixed? Flip that. Okay, yeah. they were ninety nine nine forever, a hundred years ago. Because okay. I can say that because Jim Murphy, the only dude that ever, you know, Jim Murphy. Which Jim Murphy? I know Jim two, Murphy's from Joliet. There's two of them. Had his own uh, advertising agency for a oh, while. Oh yeah, that yeah, yeah. Jim and Vicky. Yeah, he's yeah. an attorney. No, no, not oh, that. He had an advertising agency. He was a radio guy. Okay. He was the program director at the bus. When I first got into this gig, I sent a tape and resume to the bus because I'm like, it would be so cool to work at the bus. Yeah. Right? I go. He, he calls me for an interview. I go do the interview. He goes down a hallway. Uh, 20 minutes later, he comes back. He's like, you know, Kev, he's like, you really don't have the voice we're looking for. I'm like, really? It's like the perfect radio voice. Well, now. Well, you have the perfect radio <laughs> face. Well, well, now. Stop it. We already went over this. It's a lame joke. It's old. Give it up. New material. Well, now, I, I, I've i gotten to know him. He's on the uh, Illinois Rock and Roll Hall of Fame board. Oh, really? Right? Yeah. And he's been on. I've had him on talking about the Hall of Fame induction and stuff like that with Ron. and Romero. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, Rafe Sampson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, probably... Uh, I've I've taken great pleasure in being like Jim. You are the only guy that's ever told me I didn't have the voice you were looking for. <laughs> I think I made him feel bad a little bit. Sorry, Jim, but because he's like, oh man, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, Kev. I'm like, no, no, no big deal. I said it's worked out all right. Um, so yeah, so I did the I did the overnight thing at 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 the bus in Joliet when they tried to bring it back. The very next morning, I don't know, ten o'clock in the morning, the boss calls me. She's like, um, I listened to you last night. I'm thinking, oh man, here we go. The dreaded, you know, phone call uh, that you yeah. don't want to get from your program director. <laughs> She's like, um, you know what? We're wasting you on overnights. You want to do middays? I'm wow. like, very cool. Yeah, all right. So <laughs> that, that went from or five nights 
overnights to five days, middays. And on Fridays, I got to go in and do a live show. Oh, wow. All requests. Ah. Oh, so people call in whatever yeah, they want to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was That's cool. That's kind of cool. So that kind of wet my appetite a little bit. Now, I stayed at the Empress until 1998. Um, working here in town for Dick, working at the bus, working at the Empress. And then, well, you know where our station's at. Mm-hmm, Shares yeah. a parking lot with Feeney's, yep. right? Yep. Well, I'm minding my own business. I go into Feeney's picking up some stuff and in walks Jack Daly. Oh yeah. And he's like, Kev, you got a minute? Come over to my office after you get your stuff done. I'm like, okay, cool. I walk into his office. I'm like, what's up, Jack? He's like, well, he's like, Dick Steele has let ownership and, and me know that he's thinking about retiring. And your name came up as who maybe should replace Dick. I'm like, oh, wow. All right. So I think it was four or five meetings later, we finally came to an agreement, and I took over for Dick on Sunday shows. M- no, no. I took I took over the morning show. Okay. I uh, believe it was May 20th. Oh, because they still did the Sunday show, didn't they, for a little he while? Did, he did. The, he did. Afterwards. Yeah. yeah, he did the Sunday show. He continued. So he I wanted can't to remember that. that big but shoes to fill. I think, it was, I think it was May 20th. No, I started May 27th, 1998. Was with him for like two more weeks, and then he rode off into the sunset. Wow. And uh, I've been there since. I will tell you this, and I mean this sincerely. You know, Dick was like that staple, right? Everyone oh, knew the voice. I mean, you sit in my mom's kitchen, oh, sit yeah. in my kitchen, wherever you were, you were listening to Dick. And you just seemed to kind of pick up right where he left off. Right. I mean, it was almost seamless. I would right. have been very intimidated by that offer because you're thinking like, okay, this is who everyone's used to. I'm the new guy. Is this How's this going to go? What I was most intimidated about, doing a talk show. Oh, I believe that. I had never Those done, are hard. Those I had hard. never yeah. done a talk show where it's like one on one with you or, or right. you, yeah. and, right. and, and I'm like, man, because huh? I got into radio. The reason I went for it when I did was to play music. Oh yeah, I grew well, up going to the box. Sure. Hello, right? I grew, I grew up on WLS, the original Super CFL. Um, I, I I had my first transistor radio at five years old, and so I constantly got the little. So tell a good I, Dick story. I, I, I remember those. You, you got to have a good Dick Steele story. Oh man, let's see. Because I can remember. We've talked about this before, but I worked there my senior year yeah. in high school yeah. in '95, and I did that afternoon show on JDK. And Dick was the one that taught me how to turn everything on, shut it off, you know. So I did that show for that hour or whatever. I'll never forget one time. He's run the five o'clock show on the AM. I'm on the FM side, and I forgot to turn the dial. That made the simulcast go, right. and I think I still left the mic on. Ooh. And he come out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Dick, I can't even hear. There's uh, something going on. I don't know what's going on. And he comes in. He goes, you forgot to shut the damn mic off. <laughs> <laughs> and then we turned the thing. It was fine. But it was, oh, he got real excited that day. I'll oh, never forget. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, uh, man. A good... He was the best. Oh, absolutely. Hey. Yeah. What, okay, here's here's my Dick Steele story because it, it 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 shows what a tremendous talent he was when it came to being on the air. 
I would fill in also for Mike Williams when Mike was on JDK's yep. side. He'd go on vacation. Dick would ask me to fill in for him. I'm in there one day doing my thing on JDK. And I'm looking at the clock, and I'm like, man, Dick's, like, really pushing it. He's He might be late. Oh, man, what if that happens? What am I going <laughs> to do then, you know? Right. I can't do both stations at one time, right? So I'm watching the clock, and I'm still doing my thing on JDK, and I watch the clock, watch the clock. He comes, literally walking up the stairs at 5.50. Now, this is when we went on here at 6 a.m. 5.58. Walks up the stairs, right into the studio, closes the door, sits down behind the microphone, turns the mic on. You're listening to WCSJ AM and FM Morris. I'm just like, how does he do that? I mean, now, I've been known to push it a little bit. Yeah. But depending on what I get done the day before, sometimes if I'm there at 4.30, man, it's nuts yeah. right. until I hit the airwaves at five, you know? So I'm just like, how does he do that? Well, now that I've been doing this as long as I've been doing it, I'm like, you can do okay. it. I can, well, I you can, got it. I don't push it that close. Still. <laughs> well, you know. I'll say this. I've had kind of the same experience with you. Cause we're on there with people are talking and you were telling stories and talking and our mics aren't on obviously. And you're playing the background music and you're still telling a story. And I'm like, when is he going to stop? Because you're going on the air like three, two. And then you're like, well, right. everybody, here right. we are with Mayor Chris Brown. <laughs> you're always, I'm the one getting nervous. So right. you flip right. the script on that one yeah, for sure. Maybe a little bit. Because, yeah, I've been doing it long enough now. I mean, yeah. this was, uh, let's see. Well, this marks my 25th year. Wow. Congratulations. Doing Dick show. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I've been in radio. It's amazing. In actually at the end of, I believe it's the end of this month, a couple more weeks, January, I think it was mm, January 20-something, 1987, so 38 years. Wow. Right? Wow. That's really cool. It yeah, is. That I've been doing this. Hey, you're the voice of the county, man. I mean, you are. And I got to tell you, you're talking formatting. You guys got a great format you know, right now. Well, I, I appreciate that because it's what I grew up with listening Me to too. LS and CFL. And, you got me. And now we've just expanded a little bit. Now Tell we're into like that. the mid to late 90s. Yeah, perfect. You know, and that was my days at the bus. So I'm like, couldn't get any better for me. It's old. Well, home, and being you know, a local I, radio I, station, I it's it. really nice to still have that too. I mean, I think oh. people still appreciate oh. the local news. And, I mean, that's the first thing I do when I come into the office is turn on the radio, listen to the news. Every day. When I mentioned the voice tracking, that's what's destroyed a lot of local. Yeah, they got guys that are sitting in Denver, Colorado. Yeah, and they're voice just tracking. Sure, a station in Wherever. Schenectady, New yeah. York. You know, yeah, we got so we it, got something it, special here, and that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, and actually, and and it's mainly because our ownership believes in yeah live local awesome radio. You know, yeah, so. Larry's been in a long time. He's he's a good guy. I mean, yeah. he's done really yeah, well he's, with the radio he's, station. He's got some fun. Oh, radio I, I'll bet. Let me tell you, <laughs> I'll bet he does, especially. <laughs> yeah, being up north, too, yeah. and some other stuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe have to have another podcast so, of the radio. So, yeah. Yeah, no, he's got some fun oh, stuff to tell. Well, it is a, a great benefit, too, in that, you know, from a city perspective, if we've got something that we need to communicate because time is of the essence or, you know, it's just a big news story, and it seems like we're having a few of those lately, um, it's yeah. great to be able to, like, email or call and yeah. say, hey, we I mean, you need guys this are, out now. Since yeah. you, you guys have always been a good partner with the city. Oh, gosh, but, I yeah. mean, even with us now, I mean, we, we depend on you guys for a lot of stuff, so... Well, you know, we've changed some of the things we're doing a little bit too, because obviously yeah. communication has changed everywhere, right? right. Whether it's yeah. right. social, media social media or right. you know, we started doing newsletters and different things. It just still amazes me though sometimes when you talk to all these people and you're going, 
well, I don't get the, I don't listen to the radio. I don't get the newspaper. I didn't know there was a newsletter. I don't do anything online. It's like, well, how do you get your news? Right. How do you know what's going on around you? <laughs> but you'd be surprised right? that there's still I, a lot of people that, that don't do those things. I know. I know. How about one of those planes that has like the message behind it? We got those oh, out there. We, could, we got an airport, you know. <laughs> we we, we could just run it every once in a while. <laughs> Get Vogan up there. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a bit of a stretch, but well, keep all things on the table. I recall on July 4th, this goes some years back, I get I get a call saying, hey, you got to come to the station. Chief Hayes oh. and, the, and the mayor need to come on with you. I'm like, why? What's going on? <laughs> some dude... This was July 4th now. Some dude that appears to be a possible terrorist mm. scaling the water tower up by 80. Oh, geez. And they thought he was going to try and get dump something in the water tower. Holy cow. Yeah. And so oh. we went on the air with him, probably no more than 10, 15 minutes, just alerting the public, hey, you know, be on the lookout for this guy. We want to find him. Oh, that's so, crazy. Yeah, uh, that, yeah. That yeah, that goes back. I don't recall that one. Well, it was after... Uh, it was after 9 11. Um, yeah. You know, wow. and, and that whole everybody's on Everyone. high alert. Oh, yeah. You know, no and, kidding. and so, yeah. And that's okay, too, right? I mean, oh, better absolutely. safe than sorry. We say absolutely. it all the time. If right. you see something that doesn't right. fit, let us know. <clears throat> sure. Very sure. cool. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 you know, Chris touched on something, your partnership with the city, and I, I, did, I would be remiss if I didn't say thank you because you guys are fantastic to us. You know, whether it's supporting our events and supporting everything that the city is doing, just honestly, just your friendship and just being able to sit down on the radio station and talk about some of the exciting things that's going on. You've had Julie on and Lori sure, and the mayor, sure. myself. You guys are always great, and you make it easy because you, know, you were talking about being a oh, little God, nervous yeah. coming on here. You know how it is when someone goes into the studio, it's a foreign you know, a yeah. place, and you make everyone feel really comfortable. Well, I appreciate that. And, I, and Stan, I appreciate those words. I just finished telling my mom this afternoon before I got over here, probably one of my greatest compliments are from the people that come on the talk show, and they'll be like maybe first time on. Yeah. Scared to death, of oh, course. Yeah. You know, now depending on who it is and how I know them, or if it's somebody I've never met before, I might wait. I will either say this to them before we go on, knowing that they're not going to totally freak out, or I'll wait until we're done and then be like, because <laughs> I'll usually get the comment, I don't know what it is about this microphone in front of me, but I'm scared to death. And I'm like, look, we're just having a conversation. We're having a cup of coffee, having a conversation, talking about what it is that you know about right. as to the reason yeah. why you wanted to come on the air with me in the first place. Absolutely. So that's all. We're just wrapping Forget yep. about the microphone being yeah, out. Exactly. We'll get done. And they'll be like, all right, that wasn't so bad. And I'm like, you did great. And more often than not, that's the honest of God's truth. They did well, great. And it flies right? by. We talk about it, that it all does, the time. Yeah, I mean, right? it's just unbelievable how fast it goes once you start, you know, talking and just having a normal conversation, right? Yeah. But then what I'll tell them is, you know, it's not the microphone that should have had you freaked out. It's the fact that there's 30,000 people listening. <laughs> That's what should have you freaked out. And they're always like, really? I'm like, yeah. On See, average, we don't have that here. Oh, my, no, not even near that. Does anybody listen to this? <laughs> so, yeah. It's wise to keep that until after they're done. But I, yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, if, yeah. If, if it's, unless it's somebody that I know really well, it's not going to, like, put them into, like, the twilight zone. <laughs> You know, but um, yeah, but that's that's probably one of my greatest compliments is that when people say, "Hey, yeah, 
you make it comfortable, you know, and it's like, well, we're not, we're not 2020. Right. Yeah. We're not hotshot investigative reporters that you find right an hour away from us up north. You know, <laughs> we don't do that. We're here. still good here. Yeah. Yeah, we right, still get it. Right, right? right. You know, we exactly. know how to be a community and get along and everybody, yeah. you know, we're here for the right reasons. That's like <laughs> Tamlin. <laughs> <laughs> you can't not Tam- tell a story. T- yeah. Tamlin <laughs> was covering when, uh, Sheriff Olson. Oh yeah. Disappeared. Right. Uh-huh. They, uh, Sheriff Marquette or then deputy, deputy sheriff, I guess at that yep. point, Marquette, he was doing a couple press conferences once, once or a yep. couple times a week. Mm-hmm. And of course it attracted the city guys down. Right? Oh yeah. Well, this was back in the day. We got like some museum quality equipment that Dean is lugging over to the sheriff's office. Now, fortunately he's only <laughs> half block away, you know, <laughs> But he's lugging the equipment over, setting it up. I'm going on the air with him back in the studio, and it's this huge antenna, right? Oh, I remember those. You, yeah, yep. Marty antenna. Yep. He's got that set up. Well, here comes. He's a, taking all the ball games too. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. right. Now we don't have to do that. We got right. better technology now. <laughs> but um, here comes a Chicago reporter. He's jockeying for his best position to. Pick get, up, his get his mic shot, and get his antenna. audio, yep. right, right. No, no, he didn't have an antenna. Oh, they had. They, but he tells you, oh yeah, they no, they had the van that's got. The yeah. Oh, that's right. Up. That's right. Well, <clears throat> he tells Tamling, "Well, you got to move this," and he's like, "No, I don't." And dude's like, "Yeah," he's like, "You can't have that pointed at people's heads. It, it puts, gives off radiation. They'll get brain cancer." <laughs> Okay, it'll, it'll grow a brain tumor. Oh, so we get we go through the telling Tamlin anything. No, we, go, like, we go, well, but we get through the press conference. Dean comes back to the station. I'm wrapping up stuff, getting ready to leave. He's like, Kev. I'm like, yeah. He's like, hey. He says, tell me. He says, the Marty antennas put off radiation and cause brain cancer. <laughs> I'm like, no. I'm like, who told you that? He's like, some reporter out of Chicago, he wanted me to move. I told I said, well, what'd you end up doing? He said, I told him, he says, I'm local, I'm live, I'm not moving. Right on. That quote ended up in the Joliet Herald News that next week because the Joliet Herald reporter heard Tamlin tell the Chicago reporter that. Well, so, I love it. Hey, there you go. You're, oh, you, you're, you're, on, you're on our oh, turf, right? Maybe that's right. what we should right. do. We should get you oh. and Tamlin on next oh, and boy. hear stories. <laughs> Man, I... a lot of personalities that have been through there. <laughs> well, Kevin, I want well, to thank you for taking the time to join us. Hey, we appreciate it. A blast. It's, I'm, I'm thrilled. I didn't. I this didn't, is fun. I want you to come back. I didn't. I will, but I didn't expect it to go the way it did. It was basically just me rambling yeah. about. We want people to know. Yeah, about we want people to understand and know what's yeah, going yeah. on. They most people know you, so it's nice to yeah. just hear different tidbits and see what's going on. So, if I may. Yeah, please. Before we wrap it up. Absolutely. A lot of listeners think they know me a lot better than they actually do because we've never actually really met. You're in the house every day. (laughs) Right. You're absolutely right. But, and and if I may, if we got the time. Oh, you got, yes. Uh, Flexible. uh, The garbage can story. Did you you hear that? Garbage can story. Right after, okay, right after Christmas time, Ritz and I are doing our little silliness back and forth. And Ritz is like... What's your favorite Christmas gift? I got you. Yeah, we asked. Yeah, yeah. We talked about this. Time. I said honestly, it was it was this little tiny little garbage can that my wife got me. That you pass your hand over it, the lid opens up. You throw your stuff away, lid comes down after six seconds or seven seconds, whatever it is. 
I've gotten more mileage out of that. And there, and, and even my wife, she's sending me a text message while I'm, and she's like, really? The garbage can? And I'm like, here's the deal. It's only I'm guarding myself right. from putting, putting out yeah. too much personal stuff. Sure. Right. And I thought, the garbage can. No, I got a lot of other great gifts. But when it comes to that garbage can, the feedback I've gotten. Oh, that's hilarious. From listeners that just love the fact that my favorite thing was this garbage can. You know? Yeah. So it's that kind of thing. It's the, it, I get it. It's the whole theater yeah. theater of the mind thing. Yeah. You know? You betcha. And, uh, but I'll tell you what. If I may say, I appreciate you guys. I mean, we, we always try and, and go the extra mile and, and do what we can when... When you've got something going on, uh, you need something on the air like now. Well, again, Absolutely. technology allows us to much better be able to handle that situation than calling me to come to the station sure. on July 4th. Right. Because we got to go on the air. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of ways we can do it now Absolutely. that we'll get that information out for you. So we, yeah. we, no, we, it's we, great. we appreciate you great guys. Great partnership course, it is. I've known you for a hot minute. Oh, gosh. Yes. I've known you, I think, for a hotter <laughs> minute, Chris. It's been a long I mean, time. Been, yeah. Oh, it goes back to 95, Oh, I it believe. totally does. Yeah. Yeah. So you were a mere lad. Yeah. 18. A, a wee lad. <laughs> we all were. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. 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 Well, I had you by a few years. <laughs> Just a couple. But it, yeah. It, yeah, it's it's so, great relationships we got. And, you know, and it's yeah. wonderful that we got living in Mars, right? We've all got a history, and it's usually a pretty mm-hmm. darn good one. <laughs> <laughs> Some are so, better than others. I, I, well, I, you know, <laughs> my wife asked me, she's like, what are you going to do if they come in there guns blazing at you for wanting like, some real good, you know, <laughs> juice? And I'm like, wait a minute. You forget who's going to be in there with me. It's going to be... Knudsen and Brown. I got some stuff on them that I could bring up. Fully acknowledge so, that statement. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going near uh, any of that. Right, right. But fellas, hey, I, I appreciate uh, you having me on. Thanks uh, for doing yeah, this. I'm it, glad you did. It's been a blast. Yeah. It's been a blast. We'll do it thank again you. sometime. Yeah. Thank hey, you. Hey. Thanks back to this uh, WCSJ, WJDK, uh, WCSJ News for being such a great partner to the city of Morris. Mayor Brown, if they want to pick up on the podcast, what they want to do, they want to like it and they want to follow. Like us, it, right? follow, share, do whatever. It's all on Spotify. Uh, uh, I'm forgetting Apple, all the ones. Uh, Apple, iTunes. I'm, iTunes. Not, yeah, I'm not good at all that, that lingo. Good stuff, so. I just know I'm on a podcast now. But uh, I'm still behind. You. I got to get yeah. caught up. Thank you. <laughs> thank you to Little City Productions as well for helping us uh, out on this podcast. Once again, it was Kevin Tram on the More to Morris podcast. Thanks, everybody.